So there's an Irish guy at the bar. <laughs> and he asks me about the podcast. <laughs> and he asks me, you know, what the team is. And I'm like, it's me and Aaron. Like, Aaron had gone off to his car for a little bit. But, like... I was in my car for very specific reasons, I might add. Well, well, everyone has a reason to go to their car. <laughs> my insurance is in my car. Mostly it's for driving, but continue. Well, yeah, usually you want to get in the car for driving purposes. Okay. Um, but, like, so I'm talking to the Irish guy that you had been conversing with for a while, and he's pretty lit at this point. Can, can, can I just add that he... You remember when he was yelling for weed? Oh, I remember. I, ha- I had to acquiesce and just give him weed. I remember yeah. this whole conversation because I wasn't invited to whatever meeting this you was. You were at work. You were like a wage slave at that time. Let's talk about my work later. So, <laughs> so he's pretty lit at this point. Okay. But he's a curious guy, right? And he asks me, you know, I, I say like, I'm the producer on the podcast. And he goes, okay, so like, you know, do you have a team? And I was like, well, dude, like, I mean, it's pretty much just me and Aaron. And he's like, yeah, but like, what's the team? And I'm like, you forgot about Madison, you fucking man. (laughs) Well, yeah, I I mean, and that was pretty fucked up because like at this point we are a three person team. See, see, y'all, we're we're sufficiently woke. I just want to add, like, we have a good ratio. We do need to make that. Madison could be a black woman, but it's fine. It's okay. She could be, but she's not achieving. No, she's that of Jessica Krug. It's fine. I understand. But, I'm holding I'm holding my laughter in as much yeah, as yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm ashamed of myself. I hope this is well, the first you should be. We we all should be. <laughs> but basically he asked me, what word are you not understanding? What is the team? And I go, I'm sorry, I just it's just me and Aaron. And then the guy next to him goes, He's asking what the so ultimately we had a who's on first situation and he was like you know the the guy next to him he he was like uh jamaican he was like you know that's a jamaican thing too is that if you ask them what's your team what's your team tree tree team like literally, are you saying tree nigga or are you saying three? Like tree or tree? He was Yo, asking oh me God, what son. the theme of the oh podcast God. is, but that I never got beautiful. to tell him he was way too drunk. All right, y'all are listening to uh, Time of Monsters. This is Behind the Paywall, Patreon-exclusive weekly updates where uh, we cover some news going-ons of our socioeconomic hellscape over the past week. And I'm not here by myself. Uh, I'm actually joined by two very good comrades of mine, Pete and Madison. Say hi. Hello. Hi. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not alone, y'all. This is It's not just me. I do have friends. They exist. <laughs> so uh, what's what's going on? This week, Pete. Well, uh, we got a couple of topics we're going to cover. Uh, first, we're going to start with uh, Madison's got some info for us about... On uh, abortion. On abortion, on Amy Coney Barrett's uh, confirmation hearing. So uh, fill us in on that. Get us up to speed a little bit. 
All right, y'all. We're fucked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a political science term. That's uh yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> that's that's about up to speed is that uh, you need to be if you didn't already know it or predict it. Um I'm confirming that we are for real fucked. Uh the confirmation hearing is officially Monday. Um doesn't matter. Uh the Democrats <laughs> <laughs> Need I say more? The yeah. Democrats. Anyway, so for a full like for those of you that don't know um, they did sit in on the uh, confirmation hearings. Um, what do we call her, Kamala? Mother Kamala? What do we call her? We call, we call her uh, the top cop. Top cop. Mm, top cop. Yeah. Top cop. What do What do people call her respectfully? Oh, um, um, Mamala. Mamala. Is that, Isn't that, is that a thing? There's some sort of thing. You mean like they're trying to make her seem like she's a badass kind of? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. Jesus fucking. Mamala. I don't know. Whatever. Queenie. Um, Mommy, Mommy Harris, um, you know, opened with her thing and it was all the liberal wine moms cheered and were like, yay. Well, what kind of shoes was she wearing? <laughs> yeah, that's actually the more important thing. Yeah, let's get right down to it. Yeah. What, what Probably some like fucking like? clogs. <laughs> some Birkenstocks. <laughs> like wooden <Some> shoes. Bir- <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, our liberal wine moms thought that it was a hopeful week. Those poor ladies. Cheers to them. I guess my question would be, like, what did people think was going to happen? I don't know what people thought was going to happen. It, mm. it there, there was no reason to even really do the hearings. So the Democrats sat out on the Senate Judiciary Committee hearings. Yeah, the vote. Um, the actual, yeah. 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 And whatever kind of protest that was supposed to be was a waste of everybody's time and, like feelings of hope yeah um so she she's definitely being confirmed on monday um there's no doubt i mean so it's going to be a 6-3 conservative supreme court which doesn't even really matter because mcconnell has packed the federal courts to this point um also our our live wine moms love to put our like trust in ruth Bader ginsburg rbg notorious rbg Actually, my best friend's liberal wine mom bought me an RBG shirt. Oh, and my oh no. God, bro. It's, it's a when? nice emerald green. Oh, it, but not the Liberty green. <laughs> no, nah, nah, <laughs> not man. the Warren no. Sea green or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. I used to know the hex code, but I got the tattoo laser. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, she persisted. So. so <laughs> Yeah, the tattoo comes back sometimes like a horrible rash. <laughs> you imagine, like, fucking, like, 20 years from now when they're being dragged out of their fucking homes oh. and they're just looking at the fucking tattoos. Well, they're like, trying to figure out where they can put the new code and they're like, but you got hex codes on both because we're going to have, we're going to have a nominee who's got, like, like a great, like, sort of lavender shade and is going to be like, let's only bomb countries that start with A. Let's start at the beginning. Um, And I'm sure if you ask any regular American, they would think that Al Jazeera is a country. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, dude. You can't even fucking point to, like, Bolivia on a map. We'll talk about that later. You can't even, like, reference, like, a news source, like, Al Jazeera. They'll be like, and where is that located? (laughs) The great nation of Al Jazeera. (laughs) The great nation of Al Jazeera. So, like... Anyway, well, so, okay. So, uh, ACB, Amy, Sasha, Amy Cohen, there, Amy, 
Sasha Baron Cohen. Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Baron Cohen. Amy Coney Barrett. Hold on. What's his name? Sasha Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Anyway, I remember turning 18 um, when the ACA was implemented and I pulled up through the pharmacy and my birth control was like zero dollars. Like I just pulled up and like got it. And I remember thinking, ah, thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so so last May, when we live in Georgia, um, or <sighs> Kemp is a fuck. Mm. <laughs> Fucking neo-Confederate motherfucker, man. Jesus. Anyway, but he, like, put that bill, uh, the, the heartbeat bill, as we call it, mm. which is basically a six-week ban on abortions at this point. And it, it was supposed to be acted, enacted January 2nd of this year, 2020, um, but it is being held up in courts. However, <laughs> because it's being ruled unconstitutional under Roe v. Wade, um, if we have a 6-3 Supreme Court, it it's going through. Mm. Anyway, so I got an IMD uh, last summer. Sort of in response. In response for, for um, thanks to the ACA. The best we can do for socialized medicine. <laughs> um, so back to the ACA. I am 25 now and I'm covered because of the ACA up to the age of 26 under my parents' health insurance. And anyway, so I wanted to go ahead and get my IUD because I knew that that would be going away soon. Mm. And ultimately with, you know, the potential of Trump being able to pack the courts and camping our governor. Like I, I just thought it was the best decision for me to go ahead and get my cervix, uh, artificially dilated, mm. uh, 10 in the morning, <laughs> most painful thing in my fucking life. But I did want to kind of go into, and this is a trigger warning. Um, so fast forward through the next couple of minutes. So this is a trigger warning for abortion and abortion procedure. So in choosing to get my IUD as well, um, I had a very close friend um, who two weeks after the heartbeat bill was passed in in Georgia, found out she was 16 weeks pregnant and thought she was maybe four weeks long, but she was actually 16 weeks. So under the heartbeat bill law to get an abortion, which she did have, she would have been considered a criminal. Um. Um, anyway, the doctor that performed the abortion would, also would, would have been also considered be a criminal. criminal. And to like quote the whatever the the moral standpoint on it, she's been in a relationship with her boyfriend for ten years. She was taking like oral contraceptive birth control. She was doing everything quote unquote right. Sometimes that that just fails. Birth control fails even if you're doing it quote unquote right. Yeah, that's abortion. still like the point one percent. Exactly, and you know, abortion happens, and it's not a comfortable procedure. Yeah. Um, it's not that any anything that anyone would want to go do willy nilly as their first form of birth control. Um, you know, further trigger warning: it's a procedure where you go into the waiting room. You can bring a partner. They have to stay in the waiting room. They can't be with you during these several hours that the procedure happens. So what they do, um, you put some like pills to dissolve in your cheeks, which help. And again, this isn't my experience. I am not like referencing it a hundred percent, but you 
put these like pills in your cheeks that start to artificially induce cervical contractions. And that takes several hours. And you can't, you can't have your phone, by the way, either, because it's a risk of privacy. So you can't be with your partner. You don't have a phone. So you're 100% alone being, like, having these contractions induced. Um, I think there is the law with the ultrasound. So you do have to then, after you've made this decision, see whatever fetal tissue is sitting in your uterus. Um... And then, you know, the procedures performed. But my, my friend described that she was, like, curled up in a corner in the room that she was in on the ground, just being in, in immense pain. Like, it, the idea that whatever the life argument for whatever conception of life... Pro-life and, argument. Pro-life argument, which I want to call that uh, anti... It's an anti-life it's argument. An anti-life argument. <laughs> Because you're fighting against the people that are already alive uh, and those people with the uteruses carrying um, the fetus. Um, anyway, but but it's not like that That being overturned. Um, it, it's really rather silly because it, it's not any uterus haver's like desire to do that. Yeah. That's not fun. It's not easy. Um, physically not easy. Yeah. Well, do you think... Like, the commitment to overturning Roe v. Wade, I mean, it's definitely been discussed that, like, uh, you know, Republicans aren't necessarily that attached to, like, evangelical, like, values Mm -hmm. so much as, like, that's a thing that, like, gets them votes. That's a thing that, like, puts money in their pockets. So, like, as far as, like, getting someone like Amy Coney Barrett in there they want someone who's, like, on their team for shit that they actually, like, care about. Like, I, I think that... So uh, so a lot of the thing with Amy Coney Barrett... Somebody named her wrong. I know. It should have <laughs> um, been ABC. It should have been... A- yeah. and the last name should have been Coney. Or, like, why would you... So if her maiden name is Comey... Coney? I'm assuming... Mm-hmm. Why would you do Amy Coney? It's just that weird shit like, where, like, white people got, like, two or three last names. to bro. get your... Well, I have two last names. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> My name is Madison Kelly. I was named after the mermaid in the 1988 movie Splash with Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah. Ne- never seen it. Can I, can I just add one thing that Pete... That, I would just add on what Pete said. Like, I think that, like, even if they're, they are not sure that they can overturn, overturn Roe v. Wade, it goes back to what Madison mentioned about packing all these, like you know, lower courts, federal courts. courts yeah. yeah. Where it's like, it's just about frustrating, right? Efforts, yeah. right? If they can't like do away with it completely, they can erode it. You know, it's the same right. thing they tried to do with the ACA. And I think that's like part of the reason why they put people like, um, you know, Brett Kavanaugh on and, you know, Amy Coney Barrett, they're picking these like young federal federalist society, like right wingers who are going to constitute oh, what, and what the, originalists, which is even an other insane thing because they're really not originalists because what they do is they just cherry pick, mm-hmm. right? Like certain like aspects of well, kind of like Christian fundamentalists do with the Bible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I think I want to make this clear to people, like because you brought this up, Madison, is that the Democrats actually attended the hearings for her nomination over the four days or whatever it was. Diane Feinstein fucking like the ancient this dinosaur of a fucking democrat congratulates lindsey graham who is like flailing right now in his race against jamie harrison congratulates lindsey graham for running this sham hearing 
And then what do they do? They boycott the fucking judiciary committee's vote on whether or not to vote. Like a show. Well, yeah. I mean, like, they love a good, like, symbolic gesture. They love these gestures. The kente cloths. Oh, God. Fucking God, bro. (laughs) Don't even get me fucking started on that shit, dude. Well, like, it, it completely legitimizes the whole process to have the hearing. So to sit out on the vote, what's the point? Like, that's actually the place where, like, maybe shit happens. Like, where maybe you actually, like put down, like, your voice, but you shouldn't have legitimized the process. You should have boycotted, like, a week ago. Yeah. When the hearings were going. Exactly. Exactly. Which, this again goes, like, uh, I guess to the point that there was this poll taken after the hearing, and among Democrats and even independents, like, favorability ratings for Amy Coney Barrett went up, and when Joe Biden was asked what he thought about her, it's like, she's a very fine woman, and it's like, okay... Well, there are fine people on both sides. Right? There are fine people on both sides, right? <laughs> Why this motherfucker wants to stack his cabinet with fucking Republicans? But it's like, it's like you were supposed to be the Democrat, which means you are the fucking pro-choice candidate. And you're saying that this woman who has, like, spent part of her, like, life... Being called like, a handmaid. Literally. Literally, dude. Whatever weird Christian cult she's in. I know. That's her title. Life is oh. a parody of itself, I swear to fucking God, God bro. It's a parody Jesus. of itself. You never knew, yo. She's part of this fucking cult. Like, well, thing. no, I've I've definitely heard the associations, but yeah, no. That was the literal terminology. They're called handmaids. They're yes. called handmaids. Wow. I forgot what the cult she's in, or whatever. But she's like part of some Catholic fucking cult, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah, we're yeah we're. I mean, the other you also know that she has two uh, adopted children of color. I know. I heard about that too. That's some yeah. white saviorism shit. It really is, bro. Mm-hmm. It really is. Like, well, I want them to have their best life, which is my white woman life. So, but if I she's Supreme Court justice, them take them in. I bet you when this as a Supreme Court justice, though, historic, like historically, like as Republicans have done when it comes to issues of like race, you want to tokenize right? it exactly, and then like vote on vote to the fucking right. You know what I'm saying? Just gearing up for the blind side too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus, there's gonna be a movie in 20. 20- oh yeah, I mean, I know. well yeah, honestly, like, uh, well yeah, if she didn't have a lifetime appointment, which she's gonna get, which it's like. Yeah, we're going to be seeing an awful lot of Amy Coney Barrett. Like, until, I mean, until I die, probably, which is like... Well, that's sooner. why y'all... <laughs> I mean, fucking sooner, better than later. Yeah. Well, that's why In y'all... This world. <laughs> like, just want to add, like, you know, before we jump on the next thing, like, is that that's why the Supreme Court is an illegitimate, undemocratic institution. Mm-hmm. And if anyone calls himself a leftist, your, your goal should not be to pack the court with progressives but to constrain the power of the court completely because that shit needs to be abolished yeah. like dead ass you know just say well yeah i mean giving anything frankly <laughs> the, the the title supreme should give you like some kind of pause right uh-huh. like that these are like the super lawyers yeah and yeah. it's like, oh, the, these are like the the ancient wizards that yeah. we've appointed like to just like, yeah, the, to to decipher the text and hand down ultimate edicts, and they will be there until they die. Well, and that's it's like, thing that, that's like with people hanging on RBG, like she's our our last hope. Or I know it's like, no, oh, she's just like. A lady. She's just a ninety-year-old. She's not, she's not like bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> the fuck, dude. I mean, and I also don't want to, to be fair, I don't want to, like, put a shit ton of weight on Planned Parenthood and, like, funding Planned... They they are 
a good organization um, as far as offering medical care at like low costs and fairly accessible places if your state allows that. Um, but it was founded in eugenics. It really, literally. Yo, I told, I, I've told the story before. From humble but, beginnings. <laughs> I told the story before, but dude, like, it was canvassing for John Ossoff a couple of years ago when he was running for uh, Congress. Uh, I knocked on this one door and this lady literally told me, this white old white lady was like, oh, uh, did you know that Planned Parenthood kills your babies? Kills babies, your babies? Like, you know, because like black my babies. babies. Yeah, right. And I was like, I don't have fucking babies, but black babies, is that what you mean? And it was just like, it's just so deranged, dude. And I don't know, man. Just, well, you never seen those Planned Parenthood fans? No. Just going into neighborhoods. Oh, and just like, you know, trying to. Yeah, sneaking in. Sneaking in and murdering black Yeah, babies. getting in the tubes. I know. Coming mm. up with their like claws. Oh my Planned God. That's, not, that's actually even a joke, but it's a fucking, you make me think of the fucking detention centers, the concentration camps. Oh. Where they're performing for force. Oh, like, fuck. Yeah, the forces me. Fuck. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. In Georgia, by the way. That's fucking in Georgia. Yep, that was in the whistle yeah. from, from Georgia. Yeah. Jesus that, um, Christ. That was actually something else that happened too. Like, um, yeah. That was kind of people learned about like this week in terms of like uh, I think Cameroonian immigrants who were being like you know tortured and um, forced to sign their deportation papers, yeah, like under like torture and stuff like that. So it's just it, it's a component of fascism. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's early, it, it, but I don't want to call it early signs of fascism because you're fucking stupid if you haven't realized it by now. Yeah, we're already there. We're already there, but like, but but. Forced sterilization is a, across any genocide you want to examine. Uh, that's that it's rooted in that. Yeah, yeah, the control of undesirable populations. Yeah. Um. So, <sighs> so we're taking a lot of hits. Yeah. We're taking uh taking a lot of shots to the neck, chest, and stomach. Yeah. On this fucking Join. show, I've only um, had two shots tonight. <laughs> I have had enough. Fuck man. <laughs> but we uh. Maybe we can talk about uh, victory. So uh, you've got some info for us about Bolivia. Oh, hell yeah, dude. All right. So uh, I guess before we jump on more bullshit. Yeah. Um, Last Sunday, there was a vote in Bolivia um, after a year of a attempted coup um, that actually did succeed, um, where Evo Morales, who was the socialist leader of the uh, movement towards socialism socialism or MAS party. uh, Mass. Mass. Yes. Uh, I think he served 12 years as president. And under his term, we saw an expansion of um, economic growth, especially to rural and indigenous um, populations. Who well, he been, was the first indigenous. He was. A, yeah, yeah he, exactly. He was the first indigenous president. Um, but yeah, there's this. Um, I mean, there were a lot of a lot of celebration on the left. Um, I mean, Twitter was just like a jubilee. It's kind of like when Trump got COVID, people were just like, yeah. yes. You know, during that, I kept checking. So, like, you know in high school when you're, like, wanting your crush to, like, text you mm. and, like, you keep checking your phone, like, as often as possible yeah, to, like, and you school. get the butterflies in your stomach of, like, oh, my God, have they texted me yet? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I kept doing that to see, like, has Trump died yet? I, I, yo, like, it was <laughs> it was literally, like, the greatest 24 hours on that website. It was such a good time. The posts came back. I know. Like, it was like I saw them cresting over the hill with the yes. sunrise. And it's like yes. the posts with are the back. With the red flags. You know, just fucking, like, just, yeah. yeah. And I, think, I think that's, like, what we saw, um, you know, in Bolivia. And, um, you know, there's this there's this, this article. There were a lot of articles written on it. But um, 
One of the fairer, more accurate representations of what happened um, was an article by Glenn Greenwald in The Intercept. You where, might remember him from the G-Spot. Yes, you might remember him from the G-Spot, which I got some <laughs> shit for. Fuck oh, you. Go back um, and listen to that. Yeah, go, go oh, back man. and listen to that. Uh, but um, yeah, man. So, um, I mean, pretty much the uh, MES won with over 50% of the vote um, against former centrist, well, really right-wing, uh, white European descendant interim president who wasn't even democratically elected, um, Janine Añez. She just rolled in there with a Bible. I was just about to say, she just rolled in there with a fucking Bible when Evo got ousted. So his party has won with over 50% of the vote and his hand-picked successor, whose name I believe is Luis Arce, um, he is now going to be president of Bolivia. And I also want to add that this, uh, this, this election was not just won through voting, right? Like, there were uh, demonstrations in the streets. There were attacks uh, made by far right um, fascists, you know, against some supporters of MAS. People were killed. Uh, people were maimed. And it was a year long process in which the United States, uh, that being the CIA and the Organization of American States, tried to tell us that a coup didn't happen. Um, I do. I do want to follow up on that point of it wasn't just voting. It was a lot of indigenous lives sacrificed. In the streets. Um, voting is the, I don't even want to say the least you can do. Mm. It's it's lesser than the least you can do. Exactly, exactly. Uh, it, Morales didn't return from his uh, refuge in, in Mexico over people just standing in line at polls. Yeah, and he, he still hasn't returned yet, right? And he might. Oh, we're... No, no, he hasn't returned he's yet. He's still actually. in Mexico? No, he's still, he's still in Mexico. When's he supposed to... Um... I, I'm not actually I'm not sure. But if what I think the danger is, too, is that, um, I mean, even though MAS has won, I mean, again, with over 50 percent of votes preventing a runoff, there is still uh, sentiments uh, again. There is still a feeling of um, retribution, I guess, that needs Mm -hmm. to be meted out on these supporters of MAS by right wing fascist groups. So it seems to be a very tense situation, but we can, I think we can celebrate and like, you know, not small victories, but a huge victory, right? All right. So something that in that Greenwald article um, that he, cheers, man. <laughs> cheers to socialism. Yeah. <laughs> um, something he mentions in the beginning of that article being, quote unquote, one of the failed American coups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Isn't yeah. Like, a, a, like in Venezuela, the fucking guys who pulled up on the beach. I know. The Americans. Yeah, they, it, or, or did they even make it to the beach? Did they, I think they did. I think they were on their way. But isn't that just like an that, indication of a fail? America shit. That's a, but that's a, such an indication of like imperial overreach. I and mean, the four stone cops fucking coup. <laughs> we failed at this specific coup. Thank God we have several others that worked out. Bro, did you see? There was this tweet from Chris Murphy. Yo, I don't remember the tweet. But Chris Murphy's a uh, fucking Democrat, like neo-lib from Connecticut, a uh, senator. And like while he he had this multi-threaded tweet where he was like chastising Trump. And in the fucking tweet, like in one of the tweets, he admitted that like and then it's his tone. It was like and then we engineered this failed coup. Oh in, and it was he like couldn't even get a coup. He couldn't done. even get a couldn't couldn't get his coup done. Done. And it's just like, <laughs> yo, like these people are so and I mean, even fucking AOC. You know what I'm saying? When, well, this was with Venezuela, right? But even with AOC, it just just the rhetoric that you hear from not just Republicans, but Democrats, too, when it comes to, like, you know, Latin America. And it's like, y'all motherfuckers are still waging this Cold War. It's like, so it's insane. Like, these are these are people living their lives in a country that's just, like, 
not ours. In a country that 99.9% of Americans can't even point to on a map. No, no, no. <laughs> Dude, it's just so, it's just so fucking insane. So but I, I mean, that that's also like, I mean, there's a case to be made that like, the way that we educate people mm. about the rest of the world mm. and like the fact that we do go like you see this big chunk like this circled area on the map that's latin america so like you don't really need to know all of the different countries and exactly. the dynamics they have and the people that they have and the lives yeah. that are lived there and the sub lives and that the are politics. Lived on, and the politics and like yeah, it's just the, the homogenized background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's so much easier to create like an imperialist situation when the people that you have that might grow up into people who give a shit um, don't know. Do you remember on Fox News it was mentioning Mexico and four other Mexican countries? Oh my god! Oh I remember. My god. Do you remember? I that? remember that. I remember that. You mean California? <laughs> like you mean fucking like Texas? You mean like? I mean, Texas should be. But it, be but it was like country. including like Central American countries, like Guatemala and whatever. Jesus but like Fox News, the head, the like the head, or not the headline. What's the banner on the bottom? The Chiron. Yeah, it was like Mexico and four other Mexican countries. Blah, oh, blah, it blah, made blah, it to blah, the Chiron. Good. Jesus fucking Christ! It no, didn't this, just slip out. No, this is some straight ass shit that was on there for a good minute and a half. Oh wow, dude! Oh wow! I think this is just like an example of like. If you are someone who, who in 2016 said that uh, Hillary would have been worse than Trump in certain aspects and Joe Biden will be worse than Trump on certain foreign policy aspects, I think you would be right. Yeah, because, you're not wrong. No, because Trump is one, incompetent. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So I was going to bring this and I know we wanted to touch on this briefly. I don't know where our time is right now. But, but regarding the debate, Trump started referring to um, Biden was referring to sorry that's the chair squeaking I didn't fart I don't don't, fart we're we're keeping that in Um, (laughs) anyway so Biden was talking about the 500 children separated from their families and blah 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 I hate to breeze over it like that but that's just how America is and yada 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 and yada 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 Um, (laughs) god that's so anyway but but anyway so Trump started using the word cages and started well he tried ref- to take the liberal angle on it and was like doing the uh the you you built who built the cages well, exactly. and so he but he was referring to like you and your administration like with obama like you built the cages and he was calling them cages 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 and that's like okay so you admit they're cages yeah 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 so wait let's let's let so then yeah let's let's talk about the debate then Let's yeah. like, talk about that sure. since like, yeah, because Madison's brought up, I think, a great point. And I didn't watch. You guys probably talk about it a little bit more because um, we had a debate. When was it on oh, man. Wednesday? Wednesday? It was oh, some okay. night this week. It was in that big blur of our big launch week. Please listen to our episodes <laughs> from this week. <laughs> I uh, I slaved over them. <laughs> he did. I I was worked like a damn dog. I had him in a basement chain. It up. was it was awful. reparations. That's what he- I did. <laughs> <laughs> But oh he had God. me in pod prison. It was in pod, he was in pod prison. But like I, I would have mentioned the debates. Like if we're gonna talk about them, um, you know, I think that what Republicans are really good at doing, and what Trump was more effective in the first debate at doing, which the first debate was a lot funnier 
this one was like way more depressing. But Republicans are really good at forcing Democrats to accept their framing. Mm. So, like, in the first debate, he kept trying to get Joe Biden to say law and order. He kept trying to get him to say Antifa was bad. And to Joe Biden's credit, you know, he did say Antifa is not like an organization. It's an idea or whatever. But that's the most that he said. When it came to law and order, like, like Pete, I think you and I were watching it. And it was like, yo, it's going to be a countdown. Like, you could literally, like, put it on a clock. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Did I tell you about the um, internship I had with Antifa over the summer? Oh, oh you heard yeah, yo, I heard. I heard they got really good health benefits, dude. They do. I know. But they don't actually, pay. They don't pay. I got a stipend. <laughs> yes, from Soros. Oh, for from parking, Soros. yeah. Yeah, from Soros. It was from George Soros. Mm. I got a stipend for working for Antifa this summer. Yeah. This um, is actually the official George Soros Antifa podcast. Well, yeah, I mean, where else are we able to, like, turn out this? I know, this amazing content. Yeah. yeah. See this mic? You know where this mic came from, motherfucker? Soros Mike. Soros, Soros Bucks. Mike. So, no, but no, but seriously, seriously though, it's just like, yo, it was, it was, it was a bad fucking debate, man. It was a bad debate, and Trump like is also very good at, and I think this goes back to your Cage's comment. It's like, and I hate to reference again the first debate, but it's just tactics I see that are repetitive, right? In the fucking first debate too, when Trump was talking about the like tax law, right, and how multinational corporations and individuals of incredible egregious wealth were able to take advantage of the tax code. And Trump correctly said that, like he said in the second debate with the cages thing, he's like, but you over the 40 years that you've been a senator, you helped write that stuff. And it's like, I really don't know. I want to get y'all's opinion on this. Like, I really don't know like who these debates are even for. Right. I guess if you're not really up on the know where you understand how both of these people are uniquely bad. Like, I feel like most people watching the debates are already like entrenched in their like positions. Like it's there. It's like intractable, right? Like they're either going to vote for Trump or vote for Biden. Like this idea that these debates convince anybody to me is just insane. And it seems like it's really just for like the ratings, right? Largely for the ratings, but I think that it helps people that already are like, I hate to keep talking about the liberal prime problem, but like no, that's these my people most are familiar. This podcast like, is called the time of monsters. These right. these people are monsters. Yes. That is a, yeah, that is a type of monster. Yeah. Oh no, they're good. Well, but we encounter them in our day to day lives, sort of like Pokemon. Like <laughs> they're, they're a pocket monster they're in terms of these <laughs> things. They always like, have wine on hand for you as their guest. I don't like wine, so. Well, it depends. Well, I mean, <laughs> for you, perhaps they have wine, they but when I wine. enter the home, we just sort of unannounced. We need white claw moms, yeah. <laughs> claw moms. yeah. Same thing, same Maybe. thing. But I think it it's sort of the debates are for the live wine moms to sit there and be like, yes, I am doing very good by voting. Yeah. I am good to this world. I vote good. Yeah. Something my mom would always mm. do during the debates would be like, she would be like, oh, well, he does make a good point. Or like, hmm. Hmm. Like sort of her marge noises, but like she would often be like, oh, this is a good point. This is a good point. It didn't matter which like debate it was. It was kind of odd. To go back to the base, too, it's just like, yes, people are going to watch it like these wine moms and like, you know, you're saying your mom, Pete, and my mom does, too. And she says, like, well, they made good points. But I think especially for like progressives and younger people. Like Biden, and you've said this a lot, Pete, Biden is so like sorely inadequate for like Mm. the unique time, like dangerous time that we're in, where it's like, even if he's up there standing next to Trump, who like, yeah, man, is like not a uniquely bad president, but a uniquely bad person. 
Mm-hmm. And the and even Biden even said this in the debate, like where he was like at one point, it just like he got kind of real. Right. I'm not giving him any congratulations for this, but it was sort of like a very human response where he was like, yo, look at this guy and then look at me. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's like the country's at a crossroads. And I was like, bro, that's like the only thing that you've ever said yet that like seemed like it came from a place of like actual concern and honesty and like a feeling of like some impending doom that yeah. we're all feeling watching this shit. Yeah. You know I, I, mean? I mean, I feel like the realness of that, like I do appreciate like to, but frankly more in the sense that like he's getting it down to its rawest components and like in a way it's almost refreshing that he's going back to the look at how bad this guy is. Yeah. Don't you want literally someone different? And that's about it. And that's where and that's and where like, it falls flat. Yeah. Not different, and not only not really different, but like in anyone a, else, anyone else, yeah. but also just any not, functioning human twenty twenty. And it's yeah. like, I mean, Biden's like kind of a toss up. Yeah, his brain is like fucking <laughs> like just swirling around in his head right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? Like he's on a beautiful adventure. Yo, there. no, Trump is on a beautiful. Adventure. Really need to make Biden run. Yo, it, it, it feels like elder abuse. It does feel like elder abuse. Yeah. It feels like elder abuse. Actually, the <laughs> fact that it's entered the national consciousness because of comments like Trump's about like shooting him up with like performance enhancing drugs to do these debates, the fact that that's like a part of the discourse mm-hmm. nationally is absolutely insane. It's like which one of these like completely deranged men is more like mentally equipped to like drag this country along into hell? Like, we had a news cycle about whether or not Joe Biden was going to get a drug test before he appeared on a debate. Well, that's what I'm saying about these debates. It's like, why the fuck would anybody who is realistic about the situation that we're in, why would they want to watch two dying old men shouting past each other? If you didn't already know who you're going to vote for, like... Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference between not knowing if you're going to vote for Trump or Biden. It's knowing if you're going to vote for Biden at all. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and that that is which, like the, the false choice that often gets presented. Which when, is my which is my this is why Madison, if you didn't hear, she was like, can I call you out? Because that is <laughs> like uh, listener listeners. Uh, that is my position where uh, I'm saying, I guess, for the first time, for those of you that fucking care, but why would you? Because, like, we're going to talk about that a little bit, too. I don't think individual votes even fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Maybe getting that. Uh, but, like, yeah, man, I go back and forth with this shit because it's like, it's not that I'm going to vote for Biden or Trump. It's like, am I going to vote <laughs> at all for Biden? And yeah. I don't. Well, well, to clarify, yeah. you will vote. Yeah, I'm going to vote down ballot. Yeah. But those people are, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. Those people are still fucking ghouls. But like, okay, fine. You know, if if we're talking about like just the Democrats taking back the Senate, which even, see, this is the thing about the voting, right? If you really, as a leftist especially, as a progressive, it's like, why the fuck would I give these people my votes so that they could gain power? And when they have power, they don't do anything with they it. They don't do anything. No, no. So don't. why the fuck would I do it? You know what I mean? Like, okay, I've knocking off, off, right? Go in, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the Senate flips. It's like, are these motherfuckers going to pass Medicare for all? Nope. Are they going to pass anything close to a Green New Deal? Nope. Are they going to, like, raise the minimum wage? Nope. Like, are they going to, like, do any of this? They're not going to do any of this shit. Well, but we were talking about it earlier. And frankly, for me, like, that conflict about, like, okay, so do I feel like my individual vote matters specifically in Georgia, mm. where we are? Actually, that means something to me in a very, like, personal, like, yeah. acute way because the idea of like Kelly Leffler becoming yeah. our like senator is like disgusting. for real, real, yeah. 
Like, that is not fucking okay with me. And in Georgia, I know actually that because it's just Georgia, that's going to be reflected yeah. a little bit more. I mean, she sold out hard beginning of COVID. I know, dude. Th- that was literally, that literally was, sold. Literally, really, literally fucking sold, sold these stocks yes. off, bro. Oh, and that, I, I cannot abide that. Like, it just, it fucking makes my blood boil. It honestly incenses me more than anything Trump has done over the past four years. Not anything, but I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, how do we change this shit? Mm-hmm. It's like, every, after every fucking horrible thing that he's done, right? And, like, you're telling me that, like, a vote for Joe Biden, right, will, like, return us to some normalcy or, like, sort of versus shit. And presidential politics seems so far removed from people. But our senator, though... Like, this fucking, like, I feel like that's, like... It feels very personal. Yeah. So, she's only even our senator because she was appointed by Brian Kemp. Who stole the fucking election. Who stole the election. So, it's illegitimate anyway. It's, yes. Yes. Fully. Yes. Where Trump won by the Electoral College, which is technically legitimate, right? Oh, yeah. If we love our institutions so much. if the Democrats take back the Senate, are they going to abolish the Electoral College? Yeah. Will they move to do it? No, No, they won't fucking do it. So, why the fuck would I vote for these people? Not a way in hell. I mean, you don't vote for them is well fuck I actually don't know well we'll have to continue that like I think I think that this we'll have to have this conversation on another like little behind the paywall because I think that a lot of and before the election because I think a lot of people and we're not trying to tell people what to do but I think it's just a lively discussion because it's like if you are a leftist and you understand what the Democratic Party is in the moment the critical moment that we are right now it feels like something that's either unconscionable or futile it's an internal like thrashing and like gnashing about this one choice about this one guy and i feel like if you're already kind of rattling around in your head and having this bombardment Mm. of like vote 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 Mm. it just makes everything so much worse yeah and like i cannot possibly like canvassing like speaking to like non-voters you know like i can't like fault someone for not voting Mm. when they get rattled around so fucking much not just even in an election Mm. but like throughout their lives and like when they don't see the changes and things that they need reflected in their leaders they stop wanting to participate in the process and i can't like fault anyone for doing that like you take your shit and you go home Mm. so actually one of the eligible voters she was a non-voter that i met Outside Greenville, canvassing for Bernie back in February, she and I just sat down at her like little two-seater table outside mm-hmm. of her apartment building in this very low-income area. And she was like, you'll learn when you get older that voting doesn't matter. Mm. Could you imagine like being like 90 years old? And like still she was being in her radical, 70s. but still just being like seven, like so anywhere from like you know your seventies to like even even nineties, right? And being like not even just a radical, but somebody who's just participated in politics. I want to be not Bernie like, when I grow up. Well, even like well, I even hope Bernie. I still care that. Well, even Bernie, right? Even Bernie is like libertarian, right? Because it's what? like, bro, like this idea that like he's a U.S. senator, and you know, as he is an honest man, he kept his promise and said that if Joe Biden became the nominee, he would campaign for him, right? And I'm not faulting him for that. It's not the conversation I'm trying to have. But it also is just like a wider conversation about like pushing Biden to the left. And if that's even a thing. And it's just like, yo, the Democratic Party is like, if you do not show them that you will not vote for them, if they do not like accept certain terms, right, Mm -hmm. accept accept certain policy goals, you don't have any power. The only thing that you could do as if you were a laborer and you were thinking of going on strike, right? Mm -hmm. The only thing you do is like restrain your vote and withhold that, right? 
So Pete and I uh, live in what I guess is now formerly John Lewis's district. Mm-hmm. And I and I think just like MLK, people like to cherry pick his quotes. Like I drive to work and see fucking banners yeah. quoting the John Lewis, like voting is the most powerful. The most blah, 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 powerful blah, blah, blah. nonviolent tool. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you're you're just honestly being lazy. Yeah. You want to vote and act like it matters instead of going out on the streets. And you're like, John Lewis said it. And it's like John Lewis gave the physical example of going out into the streets. It, exactly. Right. And even though he became like, you know, a neoliberal sellout, I think that like just to like, no, he's it's, it's not too early. It's not too early. Like he's been dead for a little bit. I can say that he's a neoliberal sellout. But like yo, of his time of his time. You know, okay, whatever, sure, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, George yeah, yeah. Washington was of his time too, and like owned slaves, so I guess, like, I'm, I mean, I'm not called John Lewis George Washington. Yeah, whoa, man, I know I'm getting canceled, but no, I guess the point to bring it back to like Bolivia too, right? Because you're talking about mm-hmm. like the futility of like an individual vote, or just let's say just voting um, independent of any sort of like grassroots like movement politics, right? Like you were saying, Madison, in Bolivia, it wasn't just a fucking vote, right? Like, it was, like, an actual grassroots movement that included, like, political education and mobilization in which, like, people were, like, lost their lives. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, vote here? Like, what does that what does that mean when people say that? Well, well, so it's, like, you can't button your pants before you put them on. You... I just made that analogy. You could, you could button them and just slip into them. Well, but it, well <laughs> exactly. some of us... Don't have that body. Yeah. Don't have like a zero size waist. Then I'm, I'm, I'm a. I think maybe what you're trying to say is that it's a, it's an tandem thing, right? Like yeah. it's not like the argument I'm trying to make, but the argument that I think we all agree with here is that like when these libs say like vote and they just say like vote and it's not like accommodated by anything beyond just participation in like electoral politics, and they bastardize people like MLK, that shit's like egregious as fuck. Yeah, you yeah. know. So it's voting is like the the strongest like nonviolent tool, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's um, what the, that's what the quote is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like if I had to choose a weapon from the like silverware cabinet, yeah. a fork would be the one that I would choose. Yeah, or forks are but just like, in the dishwasher the, and nobody's unloaded it yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you got to go to the fucking chef's knife. Yeah, but like, if, if it's the strongest nonviolent tool. What is the strongest tool that we can use that might be described as violent? That was actually, that was sort of the point I was going to make is he did specify that it's the non-violent. But like, uh, how can I say this? It's like, I don't think that when people talk about violent revolution or anything, Mm. and I'm not like, I haven't coined the term, but I've been thinking of, uh, maybe I did, this term like red-pilled, like people who are like, especially terminally online, who are Uh, like unnecessary martyrs to a revolution that hasn't even started yet. And just because the material conditions aren't there. But I think that people have to realize, especially a lot of like blue checks on Twitter and like libs and stuff is that like revolution is not like a question of like attitude or anything. It's just like a fact of like worsening material conditions and like widening contradictions. So like you don't even have to have an opinion on revolution. It just like happens. Right. Mm -hmm. But like even the idea that like you were talking about, like uh, what is termed violence like, this is, again, why if we're going to go back to debates where it's like, or just the election in general, which is why Biden accepting the framing of the right 
where he like calls these like people like protesting this uprising. Burning a Wendy's is fun. Exactly. Right. Looting. Right. Remember yeah. after those fucking cops got shot in um, fucking Louisville on the day of the fucking, um, you know, the Breonna Taylor ruling yeah, 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 yeah. and the tweets that came out from Kamala and Joe. Where oh, it was they're like, just so ready. Yo, it's they're like so you've already ready. lost, bro, because the right, their base, like they love law enforcement. They love like they hate Antifa and BLM and all that shit. Trump, what he said at the Bay, I thought this shit was so funny as fuck. He was like, the first time I heard of BLM, they oh, were saying, yeah. pigs in a blanket, fry like bacon. And was like, that was from a Sean Hannity interview. What? I fucking watched that shit. <laughs> they just ripped it. Yeah, well, I saw it on Twitter. It was, like a, it was like a thing where it's like a side-by-side of all the shit from the debate that he said that was directly from, like, Fox News. AOC plus three... Like the Russia, Russia, Russia. Oh it was God. all stuff he had yes. seen before on like Fox I've News. I've heard that before too. That's what he like fucking. I mean, because he's just like. I mean, he is like literally the the perfect president for this time in the terms of even like just the younger generation because he's terminally online. Yeah, like this nigga's just always on his phone, and he's so we all sick. have to be terminally online too. And that is like we yeah. get dragged yeah. into well, the whatever is, the president takes us on. He's on a th- wild voyage. Out of the three of us, I am not terminally online. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's a good thing. That that's why you are. That's why you are the most cogent person here because your brain has not been rotted. I mean, the my brain has been fucking roasted in the kitchen because I was working <laughs> however many hours. <laughs> yeah, I've been on my feet working for minimum Georgia minimum wage, which is five fifteen hours because I'm in training at a restaurant. I've been on my feet. Uh, this was. 22 hours this week and I still have another shift to go. This is why this is actually a good time to plug the Patreon which is why, <laughs> like, actually Fuck you, pay because, me! Because, listen, for one hour of Georgia work in the kitchens, you can pay for an hour of great content. Exactly. So basically, the time that you listen to us will not only be unpaid but you will be paying for it. Exactly. That's a, that's a, so that's no, what you get. That's my hair is so greasy. Please pay for my shampoo. Pay for my next fucking, like, eighth, yo, please. But yeah, like, just, y'all, the debate wasn't good. Uh, these it people are not good. Well. No, these people are not good. That? What more did we expect? I mean, again, it's like, depending on who it was for, like, I guess, like, if you're, like, if you are in the Joe Biden camp, you thought he won. If you like Trump, you thought he won. Mm-hmm. And if you're sane people like you us. just didn't watch it oh you, you, you watched it and realized it was deeply diseased you know well, i think ultimately who it's for is like just this ritualized practice of like democracy yeah sort yeah of an alleged democracy you're supposed to watch it yeah you're yeah. so su- it happens because it's supposed to happen you like have to be yeah. educated on like your we don't yes. really know what it is anymore or why they're going up to talk about these things, it's like I, I felt very like sort of serene mm. during this last debate. Like not not in a good way, but like as if I was like floating. Yeah, because I was like it. It felt like the questions were like, "So Donald Trump, are you a racist?" <laughs> and it's like, why would you ask that? Yeah, wh- like, like what? Why what would you is ask this? that as a, of a racist man? What, like, what would you expect him to even say? Yeah, like well, what? What do he they... did say is he's the least racist person in the room. In the room, bro. Yeah, like when you ask oh, him difficult questions, Christ. when it's like, uh, so Mr. Trump, do Black Lives Matter? Like, 
what do you want to happen here? And like, is what is this about? And is this now just like an entertainment spectacle? Well, I think that's this, his whole presidency. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's like a good. I think that's a good point. P is that like this is like it, it is ritualized. I think even with voting, voting for libs has become ritualized. Yeah, right? it's been disconnected from any sort of like material basis or praxis. Right. For achieving like, you know, any sort of emancipatory, yeah, like no. social Harm politics. Exactly. Right. So like with these debates, again, it's just like I think that they this last one and the first one especially just reveal the fact that Trump has like broken through like the fourth wall of American politics where it's just like none of these rules or anything apply to him anymore. Like he's like so fucking meta. Maybe we don't fucking need these debates anymore because he's undebatable. He yeah. proved that he broke the debates. Yeah. He, he proved he broke the debates by not having a second one. No, no, not, not having there a second one. And then just debate. like, not even, like, just just the way he answers questions. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, there's, yeah, yeah. yeah I feel stupid for watching it now. Well, I'll, I'll post. Somebody's got to watch it. I'll post to you this way. They they can be entertaining. And if, if the first one was pretty entertaining. And I, I really like that first one. I'm just so glad we got it. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I mean, I liked it in the sense that, like, I'm glad that it's, like, left its indelible mark oh. on, like, history. Like, it's oh, yeah. just something that happened in the timeline to all of us. And so we all got to experience we'll again in that rich like 12 years later. Whatever the second and a half one. <laughs> the vice presidential one? Mm-mm. Oh. I call it the second and a half one. Oh, the one and a half one. Yeah, the other night. I, I felt good about it because I was, like, drinking. Yeah. Oh. And that's, I guess, what they were meant for. Like, I think you said that a little bit earlier, is that yeah. also the utilitarian, like, explanation is that this is just something for you to get fucked up and enjoy yeah. while you watch the world burn. It's, it's the, an excuse yeah. for me to go to the liquor store. It's the front row seat to, like, you know, fucking, like, barbarism. I think that I, think that I saw, like, a photo that someone had taken of, like, the debate being aired in like a drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. Zadison just spit beer all over me. Wait, what drive? Wait, hold on, explain this more. <laughs> no, explain this more. Hold on. No, no, it's fine, yo. I want to hear more about this this I debate. Just did a fucking play. Spit no, because it's ridiculous. What you what did you just say to me? What did you just say to me? I'm so sorry. So, what the fuck? What kind of disease shit is that, you know? What, what? Like, I, I have to actually, like, self-flagellate in order to watch these fucking debates. Like, it's, yeah. it's almost punishment. Why would you ever air that, like, willfully, like, people who don't want to see it? I feel like it's, like, being, like, a streak or a flasher, you know what yeah, I mean? I like, think, I, oh I, my God. I believe that I... Jesus fucking God. Sorry. I may, it may have also been in like Times Square or something. Oh my god! No. Like it, it does seem harmful to just like <laughs> <laughs> like anyone watching this shit. Like you're just passing it, like living your life. Like you can be apolitical, you don't give a fuck, which is probably good. Yeah. If you care about politics, you're probably insane, like as deeply as we do. But like, you're just like care. on the street, like you maybe you left your house. To make sure that the TV wouldn't come on, like, by oh accident God. and make you watch it. But you're, like, on the street. <laughs> and you light, as you light a cigarette, you look up and you just see fucking Donald Trump's, like, fucking yeah. 40-foot face. One of the last remaining, like, blimps in the world comes by and it's got it on there. Jesus. Like, you're like, not only have I not seen a blimp in years, 
but it's the last blimp I wanted to see. Jesus. Yo, we are diseased. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't. We should be better at the. What? <clears throat> I uh, think that's well. That's 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 why. This are is. we fucked up for caring so much? Uh, I I I think that I think that there definitely is this sort of um obsession, and it's almost like a kind of fatal obsession in a way, mm-hmm. because uh, I think. You, you kind of realize that all this shit is really outside of our like grasp. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying to be black pilled, but it just like is so just massive and broad and intangible. But I think that the fact that we keep fighting and keep like not just talking about the stuff, but actually like even what we're doing now. Uh, I mean, we gotta fucking we gotta try. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I I my goal in life is to help people at least not feel alone. Yeah. Like if I can't help people have better lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I at least want to be a comrade. Yeah. That's why you should subscribe at the ten dollar tier to uh which to is the comrade tier. And if you're an ally <laughs> Thank you also. Yeah, capitalist here. You capitalist you can't. And them drugs come in hand. Last night savage bitch, but no I'm not ran. With no condo, had to make her eat a plant And I'm sipping on that codeine, not brandy I'm just fighting on my ex bitch I'm just blessing on my ex bitch I'm just fighting on my ex bitch